0: Oh, beautiful human thank you so much for letting us into your ears today olivia rodrigo is about to hang out with us and i'm just so excited we have an album to discuss sour obviously a whole lot of life hitting her right now uh, i'm looking forward to it really truly please though share this podcast with those you care about and subscribe please today's convo is sponsored by total wireless do amazing and yeah listen to sour olivia rodrigo's debut album here we go Hello. Hey, how
1: are you? Nice to see
0: you. <laughs> I amazing to see you as well. I am, yo. I am so excited to talk to you because. Uh, oh my
1: gosh, ditto.
0: Yo, okay. We have an album to discuss, and uh, this album made me smile. It made me cry. It made me feel. I feel incredibly understood. I've seen my relationships through new lenses after listening to some of these songs. Like it was really. Shut I, up. I swear, I th- I say thank you. I'm gonna cry. I say thank you. Um
1: oh. yeah, y- y- well,
0: thank you did it a- so
1: much. That means so much to me. Thank you for saying that. Y-
0: you really did everything that I look for in a song, and um, and many times over. And it's special because the truth is, all but two songs are 100 percent by you and Dan. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, we wrote "Jealousy, Jealousy" with this wonderful woman named Casey Smith, but the um, the rest I uh i sort of wrote with dan and some of them i wrote by myself and finished with dan so yeah it feels very personal and it's very much like me writing which is really important
0: so can you explain to me a few things like one jealousy jealousy in my opinion is the most important song on the album from a generational perspective Um, oh you think so yes oh cool hands down comparison is killing me slowly i think i think too much about kids who don't know me yeah, but then you also say their win is my loss. All I see is what I, I should be, happier, prettier, jealousy, jealousy. Uh, important messages that people who are just soaked into the internet really tend to forget.
1: Yeah, that's such a big compliment that you think that. I i really was just writing about my experience. And I wrote that during a time where I was so consumed with how I looked on social media and how people perceived me. Um, i I was sort of just like really upset in that sort of headspace and I wanted to write a song about it. And uh, it's really cool that you say that. And I hope that people can sort of see themselves uh, in the song a little bit or or maybe, you know, sort of realize that, you know, social media is, is fake and nobody's as perfect as they seem online.
0: Do you look at things differently after you finish the song or you at least get it out on paper or sing it in the booth?
1: Oh, my God, totally. And I think I'm in a completely different headspace than I was when I wrote Sour um, I think processing those feelings of, you know, sadness and heartbreak and jealousy and, you know, anger um, is so important and in order to get over those feelings. And um, I think writing them down and, and writing an album about it definitely helped me move past um, some of those, like, uncomfortable feelings.
0: Their win is not my loss is, like, such an important few words to, like, really kind of live by, right? Because that's how jealousy or envy is the root of all evil and it really could hurt somebody (laughs) in the way you
1: live if you let it run you. Yeah I mean that's definitely something that I always have to remind myself um you know I think there you know are so many like slices of the pie and there's so much to go around and um you know if one person is successful or beautiful it doesn't mean that you're not and um that's definitely something that I always try to remember but as I said in the heart it's in the song it's sometimes very hard to do so uh yeah definitely have to remind myself of that
0: enough for you made me cry I sat in my car and I bawled uh more than once uh three (laughs) times to be exact is it hard for you to force yourself to write that or like do you write that in the moment after you're feeling all this stuff or do you feel all this stuff live for a few weeks or months and then get into the studio and let it all out how does that one work
1: I'm a very like in the present songwriter I write songs when I'm in like the depths of my emotions um yeah and enough for you is one of my favorite songs on the record i wrote that entirely by myself which i'm really proud of um and uh yeah it's super obviously very insecure and you know vulnerable but i also love how it's really hopeful i think um, someday i'll be everything to somebody else is one of my lyrics that i've ever written and i think it just really encompasses sort of getting over a breakup and I think it's, it's really powerful. So, um, yeah, I'm glad you like it.
0: The the redemption is so vital because in that realization that somebody you'll be everything to somebody else uh, is because it's easy to forget when you're in the trenches of heartache and hurt and you're in the trenches of feeling like you've given so much to another person. Like, yeah, Uh, uh, But God, you couldn't have cared less about uh, someone who loved you more. I mean, you give your all to somebody and they kind of, (laughs) it It hurts, it's it's hard.
1: Yeah, definitely. And something else that I love about that song too is I don't think it necessarily has to relate to a romantic relationship. I think I feel inadequate in, you know, many sort of relationships, whether that be like a work relationship or a friendship relationship or whatever. I think you can sort of apply it to anything. I think those feelings of, you know, not being enough for someone or something that we all feel so intensely and you know in every sort of relationship
0: yes friendship for me is the relationship that stood out when I was listening to that song Mm -hmm. and it's all I could see on repeat Mm
1: -hmm. oh my gosh I want to give you a hug (laughs) thanks that's yeah that's that stuff's so real I feel you
0: (laughs) do you heal when that song is done do you realize anything new I mean obviously the redemption at the end is a realization But does it take you writing the song for you to realize that, like, someday you will be like everything to somebody else?
1: I mean, 100%. I think songwriting is therapy for me, and stuff feels so much more manageable and real when you can write it down. And it's this, like, little succinct three minute song. Um, But, you know, sort of answer your question I think writing songs for me has been the most empowering experience of my whole life. You know, I write songs about feeling like I'm not enough and feeling insecure and feeling so sad. And it's just sort of, ironic how me doing that um makes me so happy and feel so powerful um and sort of um yeah it just makes me feel really empowered so um definitely someone has been a really amazing outlet for me in that way
0: what song is the hardest for you to listen to today
1: oh um hope you're okay makes me really sad in in a great way it just makes me really emotional um just because, yeah, it's just super really personal song about people that I like really love. So, um, yeah, that one that one, that one, gets me.
2: Why did you want to end the album with that song?
1: I feel like I hope you're OK. I mean, it's obviously in the title, but I feel like it's super cool. And, you know, Sour is a very sort of sad, angry, emotional record. And I wanted to end a song, end it with a song that was like, you know, we're all going to be all right, y'all. We're going to get over it. And um Everything's going to be okay, and we have each other. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, it was really important for me to sort of end this sort of somber record on that note.
2: So so you end it with Hope You're Okay, but you started with Brutal, which is, I don't know if it's a very hopeful song. How far into writing the album did you write Brutal?
1: Yeah, I actually wrote Brutal like two weeks before we had to turn the record in, which is very late in the game. Um, and it's like one of my favorite songs on the record. I think it sounds really unique, and I love the songwriting of it, I think it really represents my teenage years very well. Um, so, yeah, and I, I really wanted to put it as the opening track. Um, and everyone was like, Olivia, are you sure you want to do that? It's kind of weird. And I'm like, I love it. I want to do it. Um, and it seems like people really like it. So, hopefully, that, that paid off.
0: <laughs> what is your rule on friends? You know in that record uh, that you only have two real ones. Are you a quality or a quantity type person when it comes to friends? Oh, my gosh.
1: I'm a big quality um, over quantity person when it comes to friends. I think keeping like a close circle of ride or dies is the only way to do it. Um, But uh, yeah, I I, I like that lyric too. Like one of my best friend actually asked me the other day, we were like listening to music. She's like, she pulls me aside. She's like, am I one of the two real friends? I was like, yeah, you're one of the two real friends. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, so. Um, that's a, it's a fun
0: line. You have all the acquaintances and the sub friends really thinking and questioning their status within, uh, you know, <laughs> Olivia's life.
1: Okay. Oh my gosh! I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's like too exactly, but it's definitely um, a statement of how it's better to have, you know, quality over quantity when it comes to friendship.
0: Can, can you define what an ego crush is?
1: Oh yes. Um, an ego crush is just God. It's so hard to explain. An ego crush is just, like, feeling like you're so inadequate and inferior and getting, like, angry about it, I suppose. Yes. I don't know how to explain it. It's just that's this, like, feeling of just, like, inferiority and feeling like your entire identity is just, like, gone. Um, which I think is something that I definitely felt and something that teenagers feel, like, I suppose, as they're growing up. So, uh, yeah, that's 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 what it is. It's, just, it's such a cool word. I love just the word ego. I don't know. Just how do you very come back?
0: From that? How do you heal from an ego crush?
1: Oh my gosh. Um, you know, I think I have healed from my ego crush that I wrote about in the song, but it's hard to sort of put that into words. I don't know. Um, I just think like deriving your worth from things that are truly important, like real relationships and your relationship with yourself is really important. I think when you start, you know, basing your self-worth off of how other people perceive you or how you're, you know, boyfriend or girlfriend perceives you or whatever, that's when things start to get a little, um, you know, messy and and awful and hurtful. So um, yeah, I think deriving your worth from important places was um, the thing that I learned that helped me.
2: Olivia, in the same verse that you talk about only having two friends, you also say no one likes you, you hate how you're perceived, you're not cool, you're not smart, <laughs> of course, you can't parallel park. Now that the album's out and it's doing extremely well, it's the biggest album in the world, do you still feel this way about yourself?
1: Oh my gosh, completely. And, you know, I don't feel that way all the time. I didn't even feel that way, you know, all the time when I wrote this song. I just think it's it's a little bit of a hyperbole sometimes. Um, and I, It's just like a song about sort of when you're in that, you know, pity party and you're just like feeling sorry for yourself it's just like Mm. stuff that you would say when you're in that Mm -hmm. so it's it's not like all-encompassing I don't think I feel like that all the time nor did I ever um but uh yeah (laughs) it's sort of funny to have songs get big um about like how much you like feel like nobody likes you it's sort of like ironic and weird but
0: (laughs) but at the same time like you don't want to lose that because like and like Also, like, your personal life could be different than your public life, right? Like, you could be a public superstar and you really could, like, feel like nobody likes you. I don't know. Like, those feelings are felt by everybody, truly.
1: truly. 100%. Completely. And that's definitely, yeah, something that I think is important to bring up. Um, Yeah. And, you know, somebody could be living what looks like a perfect life and they could, you know, be totally insecure and feel really sad. So, you know. It doesn't, doesn't matter what, what you look like online or
0: anything. Yeah, dude, you can have tens of millions of uh, people on one side of the wall cheering your name, and on the other side of the wall, you can be completely alone. And that is that is the sad reality. And, um, yeah, but everybody feels that way. Everybody totally. could feel that way. And, and by the way, like, you know, you have sh- screaming fans. A normal person has the internet. Tens of millions of people <laughs> on the other side of a screen. Totally. Um, totally. W- one step forward, three steps back made me... I- I've changed an entire relationship in my life after hearing the song and I feel healthier because real? of it. I swear to God.
1: Oh my God. Wow. That makes me so happy. I, it,
0: I cried. I feel healthier. I shed skin <laughs> and
2: weight like nobody's business. You really brought out the tears on this album. Y-
0: yes. Well, dude, enough for you. And, uh, one step forward, three steps back. Really? Ooh, the birds though. How does that come to be? Because that starts that record.
1: Yeah. Um, the birds did you talk about yeah
0: who had that idea that you, yeah to start with yeah birds.
1: my producer dan um Genius. he actually just like stuck a microphone like out out of his window in his house and recorded the birds in the morning and put them in the song which i think is great and then it adds this sort of cool ambiance um but yeah i'm, I'm really glad you like that song uh i really sort of loved that concept of one step forward three steps back somebody like texted it to me once and i was like oh that's really interesting i've like never heard somebody say something like that and so i thought it would be Um, A cool way to sort of describe this toxic, sort of manipulative relationship. Um, And uh, yeah, but like you said, it it can apply to anything. It can apply to any relationship, a friendship, you know, a work relationship. There are so many people who are just, you know, wishy-washy and you can sort of get in your head and feel like it's because of you, but it never is. It's always them.
0: Is there a defining moment where all of this kind of like hits you and you have to go to the studio and like write about it? Because I know in my life, like there was a bunch of different events that happened that led up to me realizing that this was an emotionally toxic and destructive mm-hmm. and manipulative relationship. And um, then there was just one moment that it, it like, like it, it, I, I saw it more clearly, but I didn't really understand it fully until I've gone to therapy for the last month and then I heard your song. Um,
1: yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know, the, the cool thing about songwriting is sometimes, like, there's an idea and you're just like a vessel for it to like come out in the world and sometimes it's not even like a very conscious thought sometimes it's just like it's truly just like the magic of creativity and I think one step forward sort of was that for me I I wrote it super quickly I wrote it in my bedroom um and I was just like I wrote it and I was like wow that like perfectly captures how I feel in a way that I really never thought about it before so um I think that's one of the coolest things about songwriting is how accurately can capture feelings that you might not have even known you had.
0: Can, can you describe, like, Taylor and Jack Antonoff's role in the song? Because there is some inspiration from Dear John and New Year's Day. Is that correct?
1: Um, yeah. I So we interpolated New Year's Day, um, which is yes. Taylor's song of a reputation. Um, but, yeah, I, I, like, came up with the One Step Forward concept, and I sort of wrote, like, a verse and a chorus. And when I got home, um, I was in the car on a, on a road trip, and when I got home, I to like sing it over the chords of New Year's Day. And I think they're really beautiful chords. And so, um, uh, yeah, I was, was lucky enough to get that approved and it's on the record now. So yeah, it's a, it's a cool thing.
2: Where does this rock sound come from? Is this something you've always wanted to do? Or did this, was this, did Dan have you do it? Or did you say, hey Dan, let's do this? Like, was there an inspiration behind it?
1: Yeah, I've always grown up listening to alternative rock. It's my favorite thing ever. And um, I didn't really know how to write sort of a rockier song until I met Dan. Dan was, like, in this, like, emo rock band growing up, and so he, like, knows all the ins and outs of that kind of thing. Um, but uh, I've always been drawn to sounds like that, and I've always been drawn to, like, angsty, angry songs, and I think, like, the rock backdrop is perfect for that. So um, definitely have a couple of songs on the record that are a little grungier, and those are some of my favorites.
2: I think it's so cool that you do it because you hear, like, Good For You, and it, it sounds like a 2000s pop punk song, and I think it's awesome coming from you who's, like, you're what, you 18, right? Yep. And people could easily say olivia this is not the music you're supposed to make and you're like no this is the music i'm making and it's clearly working
1: yeah you know i'm inspired by like so many different genres and different things and so yeah definitely drew on like pop punk references for that song and i feel like trader i sort of drew from like country references and um you know uh brutal is like grunge references so there's just, like so much in the album and I'm, I'm really happy that it's sort of this versatile piece of work because um, just like I love listening to so many different types of music and I'm so inspired by so many different types of music. So I definitely tried to like um, reflect that in the album that I made.
0: Do you make music for anybody but you?
1: No, not at all. Music is 100% for myself. I love writing songs and I would do it if nobody listened, but it's so cool that people listen and really resonate with it too. But um, yeah, I think that's really important um, to just write songs for you. That's the most important thing as a creative person to sort of block out, um, you know, the fear of how people will perceive it or the fear of, you know, people not liking it. I just think that's just um, completely just such a creative block for you when you're writing.
0: At the beginning of this album, did you set any goals for it?
1: You know, I actually didn't know it was going to be an album when I sort of made it. EP. I made an EP mm-hmm. called Sour um, and it had a couple of the songs on the record, but not all of them. And um, when Driver's Lessons came out, I was like, you know what? I feel like I can do better than this EP. I definitely want to make it into an album. And my record label was like, okay, are you sure? And I was like, yes. I'm like, totally sure this is what I want to do. And um, so, yeah, I guess I just um, was kept writing songs. And I, I really wanted to make it this versatile um, sort of body of work. I didn't want it to be all ballads. Um, and at first it was really hard for me because I love writing ballads. And I, I wasn't feeling very happy at the time, as you can probably tell. <laughs> um, and so I like didn't know how to like, like a love song or an upbeat song or anything like that. And I tried and we like tried to put love songs on the record and songs that were like, not about this and that and not about breakups, but it just didn't feel like authentic to me. And so that's why I'm really proud of like a song like Good For You is because it's like a dancey sort of upbeat song, but I didn't have to sacrifice, um, you know, what I was really feeling. I didn't like to have to talk about like, oh, I'm so in love and happy, even though that wasn't how I was feeling. So um, yeah, I'm really, really proud of of that yeah that's
0: a big realization right because that can change the way you create moving forward in terms of like you know what you what you feel is possible because it, like you can dress up any of these lyrics or these stories and however you want.
1: Know. <laughs> totally and like my favorite thing ever is like a really depressing song over like really happy chords like that's so much fun like so um yeah the world is your oyster <laughs>
2: are you taking time to enjoy all this success or are you straight back to the studio writing producing whatever whatever working on whatever's yep, no. next
1: I'm really enjoying it. I'm I'm having a lot of fun and um, I'm definitely like trying to rest a little more now that the album is done and I did my performances and stuff like that. So um, yeah, definitely taking some time to myself. And I'm just so excited. It's just, it's so cool to see the songs resonating with people and that's just always been my dream. So I'm just really living the dream right now. It's really incredible.
0: What have you learned about yourself from this process and releasing this first album?
1: Oh my God, I learned like everything about myself. I just think it's so fascinating how much you can change in the matter of like a couple months like I I wrote this album when I was 17 and I'm 18 now and it's just so crazy how much different of a person I am and how um, how how I'm in such a different headspace so I I really think writing all those songs really helped me get out of a tough time in my life and um, it's really cool that I have this sort of body of work to sort of memorialize that period of my life.
0: (laughs) Growth is an everyday thing.
1: Yep definitely one built in the day.
0: Olivia Rodrigo, I can't thank you enough for Sour. Genuinely, genuinely, genuinely. Do you have a Uh. final
2: question? One last question. Have you thought about the possibility of being nominated for things like the Grammys? Uh.
1: Oh my gosh, I can't even think about that. It would be incredible, but right now I'm just like so happy that people are really liking the record, and that's all I can think about, but yeah.
2: Well, you're breaking just about every single record out there, so it's very possible.
0: (laughs) It, and we say congratulations and we I also say I saw the little gifts that you were handing out at the Brit Awards to certain artists you were giving oh, out yeah. letters it, yeah. that's adorable like how Oh, how, thank you. that's like really nice and really sweet and I've never really heard of anybody doing that or at least in a while you know
1: <laughs> thank you yeah it was a cute little cute little thing I'm, I'm happy I got to
0: do it what motivated that did we walk away with any friends are we friends with Jade and Perry and
1: uh, <laughs> you know mix? it's actually really cool the um so my my performance at the Brits um was like very butterfly themes like this sour album has a lot of butterflies in yes. it um and so uh, we actually gave everyone like a little envelope and when they opened it like a butter like a paper butterfly would fly out oh. um which I thought was cool so um yeah that was, that was a fun thing and it said like hope you're okay on the on the, um, on oh. the envelope
0: what does a butterfly mean to you
1: yeah um I suppose it's transition and I suppose it's Um, transitioning sort of out of that rough period in my life and sort of becoming an adult. I wrote that album when I was 17 so it's like very much like me transforming into an adult so um, I really like the symbolism of that but also Butterfly's really pretty so I don't know.
0: (laughs) Thank you for sharing the album with everybody and thank you for giving us your time and energy today. I am really forever appreciative.
1: Oh my gosh, thank you guys so much. It was a pleasure.
0: Olivia Rodrigo, everybody.
1: Thank you. Bye guys.
0: Hey, beautiful human, thank you so much for listening to our conversation with Olivia Rodrigo. I really appreciate you hanging out with us today. Please subscribe to our podcast, share it with those you care about, and let us know who you're listening to so we know who we should invite on the show next. At Zach Sang Show on any form of social media. Have an amazing day. Talk to you soon.